Mike, how does London do in the snow? Not great, to be honest. We're just, we're not prepared for it. We're not made for it. Yeah, we're the same way. We get a few snow days, you know, a year, maybe every two years. Last week we had an ice storm, so that was exciting. That's a different thing. That happens a lot, actually. You got ice storm more than snow. We've had two in two years, which is very unusual, but, you know, the environment is changing, mm-hmm. I've been told. Anyways, we don't do it well with it either, right? There's no equipment. We have like one sand truck. We basically just hide out in our houses and let it pass. Luckily, you work at home, so you don't have to miss any episodes when it snows. That's I got to walk all the way across the backyard, though. Very slippery, it's treacherous. Very treacherous. Yeah. Yeah. So we're a little out of depth when it comes to dealing with large amounts of snow. But today, we are talking about a cultural aspect of winter life that I wasn't familiar with, but I have fallen in love with. Today, we are talking about the parking chair. And you may say, what does that mean? (laughs) The parking chair is a simple way for people to mark a parking space as reserved, particularly in winter weather, where someone is looking to enjoy the parking fruits of their show snuggling late. This is one of the hardest sentences you've ever written for me, by the way. Show snuffling. This is so hard. I'm going to try it again. Particularly in winter weather where someone is looking to enjoy the parking fruits of their snow shoveling labor. That's right. And I totally get it. You don't want to spend hours clearing a spot just to have someone else steal it when you run out to the grocery store. Exactly. But it doesn't have to be a chair. People use trash cans, which I bet fly under the radar a little bit more. It's like, oh, just put my trash cans out. Ladders which is extreme, (laughs) ironing boards, which I don't understand, and traffic cones, which also would work very good, I think, to block off a spot. I think so. But ladders can be expensive and are easily stolen. Yeah. Like, what does an ironing board do? Ironing boards fall over in your house when no No one is around. They're going to fall over in the ice and snow. I also feel like you get a frozen ironing board. Like, it's just not good. Like, I just don't think that's a good idea for you. Well, they're made to be used with, like, you know, a hot iron. So maybe you take your iron out there and you can, like, heat it up and it... Unsticks from the ice. Yeah, who knows? It does seem like a chair would be a pretty good object, though, because of the four legs, low center of gravity, nice and stable in bad weather. You know, some wind comes along. It's probably not going to knock it over. Might just move it around. And someone stealing a chair, like, that's going to be strange. Like, what are you walking down the street with a chair for? Well, you could walk down the street with a ladder, maybe a bit more conceivably. Well, I'm glad we've ironed that out. Oh, that joke was pretty boarding. Using a chair or other object to keep a parking spot open is found most often in urban areas in the U.S. where people often have to park on the street or in an alley, right? Like they don't have a driveway. You wouldn't put a chair in your driveway, for example. (laughs) That doesn't really make any sense. Um, Steven, so you don't have to worry about it. You have a driveway and a garage and a huge street. You you are abundant for parking spaces. You wouldn't need to worry anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm all set. Not having a driveway and garage sounds terrible, especially since these areas often will just have cars parallel parked on both sides of the street. So you think about this kind of narrow street, cars on each side, and then the city crew, you know, with a snowplow comes barreling down the center of the street, mm-hmm. pushing snow into those parking spaces as they plow. It all sounds terrible to me. Talking about cars and streets and stuff, are you good at parallel parking? You know, I'm pretty great at parallel parking, even in my truck. So when I turned 16 and got my driver's license, it was halfway through the school year because my birthday's in January, and I couldn't get a parking pass for the parking lot at my high school. And so for those of us who they wouldn't let park on campus, 
we had to parallel park on the street behind the school and it was a pretty narrow residential street so i got to be pretty good at it and i, I still got the skill baby i want to let people behind the scenes of ungenius a little bit and i feel like this is payback for something i know you're gonna do to me i know you're keeping show snuveling in the edit when i feel like you shouldn't but i think you're going to so i want to just reference the fact that Stephen specifically wrote in our document for me to ask him if he is good at parallel parking so he could brag about how good he is at parallel parking. I just want to let that one settle in with everyone a little bit. That's true, but also, this is kind of a short topic, uh-huh. and we needed a tangent to make it long <laughs> enough for the ad. Uh-huh. So really, yeah, you know, you run ads at our company, I run membership. Uh-huh. I really did it for you. You get paid for this show. I think I'm going to read you the did ad. It- how about you that? Do, go, oh, no, great idea. Great idea. <laughs> this episode of Ungenius is brought to you by our friends at Squarespace. Say you've got a brand or a business or an organization, you're going to need a website. And Squarespace is the perfect all-in-one platform to build that website. You can build something that looks awesome. You can use it to engage with your audience. You can sell stuff. Squarespace has you covered for all of those things. One of my favorite parts about Squarespace is their uh, built-in analytics and SEO tools. I find a lot of that stuff kind of overwhelming, right? Like you log into some of these systems and it's very hard to understand. There's lots of acronyms. You don't know what you're looking at. Squarespace makes it really easy. They're all integrated in. They have useful guides. And if you use Squarespace's email campaign feature, you can use those analytic tools uh, against your email campaigns as well. So you can see... Uh, what emails are getting opened. And of course, your emails are going to look awesome because they use Squarespace's amazing design tools. You just start with a template and you customize it by applying your uh, your brand, your site colors, your logo, and all that stuff works on the site as well. It's really easy to get something up and running that looks awesome with Squarespace. I love building on it. It's always my first choice when putting a site together for a project that you and I are doing or on a freelance basis, whatever it is, Squarespace is always where I go. So head on over to squarespace.com slash ungenius for a free trial. There's no credit card required. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code ungenius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash ungenius. And when you decide to sign up, use the offer code ungenius to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for the show. Our thanks to Squarespace for the support of ungenius and Relay FM. So we mentioned that the parking chair practice is most commonly found in the United States. Specifically, parking chairs are most often spotted in areas like Boston, Philadelphia, and even Chicago, where people refer to it as dibs. 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 Makes sense to me. So what you're doing, you're calling dibs. Yep. You're calling dibs, Jerry. Dibs. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's going on with you? <laughs> little sign no, I know. I know what the reference is. You don't need to explain that part to me. I've got that okay. there. Okay. It's so popular in Pittsburgh, by the way, that uh, the objects used have been referred to as the Pittsburgh parking chair. Do you they think got the brand on there in Boston they call it the Pittsburgh parking chair? Pro- mm, I don't know. I bet Maybe. only in Pittsburgh is it referred to as the Pittsburgh parking chair. Maybe. Let's talk a little bit more about Pittsburgh while we're on the subject. <laughs> it's a city now. <laughs> it's a hilly area <laughs> with lots of street parking. And while a parking chair is not a legal way to call dibs, it's become so common that it's basically universally respected. And that is why I love this, that it's just Mm -hmm. become how things work. This includes the police, by the way. 
who don't ticket people for dragging chairs into the street, which would technically qualify as abandoned furniture under, I guess, the the mm. statues in, in Pittsburgh. Abandoned furniture, no good. Photos of parking chairs in the area, by the way, date back to the 1950s. People have been doing this for a long time. Not every city is as chill as Pittsburgh. For example, in Washington, D.C., enforcement is very strict as people are ticketed for using a parking chair. We have to stop this rampant crime wave of chairs. You know, I can see a politician in Washington, D.C. saying that. Got to stop this crime wave. During a massive blizzard that hit the northeastern United States in 2010, Baltimore Mayor Stephanie Rawlings-Blake announced that the city would not enforce an existing ban on the practice. I think maybe she just felt bad for the people living there. Maybe she was just trying to hold her own parking spot open. Very possible, actually. The mayor chair, you know? Mm, throne. Parking throne. Do mayors have thrones? I don't think they do. I don't think... No, that's the thing that you all tried to get away from. I don't think... Thrones mm. really makes sense. In Oldham, Pennsylvania, so close to Pittsburgh, I suppose, same state. I don't know how close Oldham is to Pittsburgh. Maybe you can let me know. The police department there confiscated all the chairs and other objects being used to hold the spots open. I have questions about this. Like, do, do they go around in a pickup truck? I guess. And, like, how do you collect chairs? Throw them in, you know? I guess so. Alden to Pittsburgh, by the way, according to Google Maps, is a almost five-hour drive. They're on opposite ends of the state. I don't know if that's short or long for America. Yeah, but it's the opposite end of the state. That's pretty Okay. Far. So still Pennsylvania, but might yeah. as well be a different place. Might as well. Even Chicago has started cracking down, as in March of 2021, the city sanitation service started removing dibs objects with other trash left out for pickup. That's a baller move. How disrespectful. I think that's a baller move. Like, well, I'm I'm going to... You treat it as trash? I'll treat it as trash. You know, like, I feel like more so than the police taking it away and confiscating. It's like, nope, it lives in the dump now, you know? To be clear, most of these places that use these parking chairs or dibs or whatever, it's just being tolerated, right? It's actually mm -hmm. illegal in most places, or at the very least... Obviously, not a legally binding contract <laughs> to keep a parking space from being taken by one other person. I could see a lawyer in court now begging their case, saying the chair was placed in a spot on purpose. Objection, Your Honor. That was dibs. <laughs> dibs. They don't have a legal leg to stand on, I guess. Our thanks to Alan for sending this in. If you want to read more about parking chairs, we got a link in the show notes over at relay.fm slash ungenius slash 181. While you're there, there's a submit feedback button. You can send in your favorite weird topic on Wikipedia, and we'll go on the list for consideration for a future episode. Mike, until next time we're in Pittsburgh, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all.